Revealing Voices, the Mental Health Podcast, raising unanswered questions, sharing unanswered prayers. We are faith-based, peer-led, story-driven, and stigma-breaking. I am Tony Roberts. I am Eric Riddle. And we are Revealing Voices. Tony, this is episode 48 here in Studio E, just the two of us today. Yes. A lot of stuff to talk about. Lots going on. Many, many irons in the fire, you might say. Yes. They're getting hot. Hot. They're going to iron things out eventually. We're going to, yeah. God has already been paving a path that began, well, going on four years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, just about four years exact. We we started our in, our first Indiegogo campaign was in November yeah. of 2017 because we started yeah. recording episodes in March of 2018. <clears throat> You're, he's, for, I, for I those don't of even you, know. For those of you uncomfortable with silence, Eric is looking at me like, I have no idea of a timeline here. Our, our listeners need to know I'm wearing a top hat <laughs> that I bought for prom in 1997. <laughs> it's seen its better days. It was br- brought out for Halloween, and yes. I just kind of kept it around. And I don't even know why kind I'm wearing it. Derby. I kind of forgot it was on. So we're talking about the origin. The of, origin. Of Revealing Voices. Yes. Which, which I'll, you can just take my word for it. It was is November of 2017. We had, go, I had come back from New York. Yes. Um, we we had founded Faithful Friends, which will be seven years this week as of this recording. Uh, it was um, November of 2014. Um, which is a separate weekly ministry we yes it was really how our ministry started together. we we had on our program diana uh starkey and kim graves uh to talk about that was back in season one yeah um but a weekly mental health support group and it's still going we have um actually one of the leaders is eric's father uh bruce riddle yeah uh, um and two others. And we'll have Dad on the podcast for my final episode, that's right. episode 50, with yeah, Mom. That's right. That's going to be a blast. Give a nod to the to the Rippy Riddle uh, legacy. We uh, started with the idea, Eric is a podcast aficionado. I mean... I, I am... <laughs> that's a, a nice way of putting it. I, many, I listen to a lot of podcasts How many at, do you have to subscribe to? I probably subscribed to about thirty. Thirty. I don't. I don't listen to all thirty. Uh-huh. I mean, there's some I listen to almost all of them. But yeah, name name a few of your favorites. Well, th- like this American Life, people mm-hmm. will know is a really good one. On being. On being. I listen to almost all of them. A religious yeah. philosophy culture. Tim Ferriss does some really good stuff, and he uh-huh. actually talks about mental health issues uh-huh. quite often. Um, I like that a lot. Uh, let me get a couple more here. You also, Stuff you should know, people will know. Oh, yeah. Planet Money. The Assembly mm-hmm. Call, all about IU basketball. 
lesser known CXMH, but we had uh, we had Robert War on the program in season one. Right. Cultivating Place is actually one of my listen to every single one of her episodes. She just talks to people who love gardening, mm. but she'll take it to like people who are like directors of major botanical gardens around the mm. world and people who are you know releasing new books. I have bought a number of books about gardening and the environment through who people she's interviewed. So I come back from New York in 2017, the fall, and we are thinking, you know, we we like the direction of Faithful Friends, but it would be nice to expand the ministry uh, of mental health and get further and beyond Columbus, where we are. Yeah. Uh, And Eric, with his podcast interests, had been wanting to do a podcast and uh, didn't think a personal commitment would be enough without having a partner involved, Mm -hmm. which I think is wise for anybody, um, especially those of us with a diagnosis. And I had never listened to a podcast before. (laughs) It was totally new territory to me. I was like, "Uh, what is a podcast? And Eric, we, we went home, and Eric showed me how to load some popular podcasts, yeah. and then I did a search under mental health podcasts to see what other people were doing and felt that we could do one that was as good as many of those um, and would like to see us uh, go down that road. Mm-hmm. So we thought, well, if we're going to do it, we're going to do it right. Yeah, and the origin of it was really we think it's important to honor healing and wellness both from a faith perspective and a mental health health care perspective and wanted to have voices that span that spectrum and really respected both sides of that coin and I, I think we've been able to do that I think so and in a very practical way through stories we are as we determined a faith-based, peer-led, story-driven, stigma-breaking mental health podcast. That's right. And I believe we're the only one. If we're not the only one, we're among the few. And I think we're the best. And we're only getting better. Yeah. And as I've said a number of times, the key question, what does healing mean to you, I think is a great Great question and drives so much, you know, excellent responses from all of our guests and I think is very apropos to our our cultural moment and the kinds of key questions we need to ask ourselves. One of our guests, Eli Perez, who works with the uh, Atsuko, Atsuka, Atsuka. Yeah. Um, a pharmaceutical rep mentioned to us that that our language is pretty unique among those in the mental health uh, arena. That it's usually recovery or wellness or, you know, healing is is not often the language used. But um, it's it's biblical language. I mean, uh, 
you don't see wellness or recovery in, in the Bible very often. Mm-hmm. Uh, so healing is biblical language for those of us who are people of faith. But I think it's, it's relevant, uh, and people who came on the show as, as guests uh, were challenged and I think really brought out a lot of aspects of healing. Right. You're not healed if you have a mental illness. There's never a point in your life where you are cured, Mm -hmm. but you do experience healing. Right. We decided that to do it well, we needed to have some um, investors involved uh, to get the equipment first in hand. That was a successful Indiegogo campaign. Uh, Wanted to give a nod to... Tracy Scott. Tracy Scott uh, for coming up with the music. Amy Myers uh, did the photographs that we use on the website and have used at, as our uh, logo. Mm-hmm. Uh, who did the lettering? Did you do the lettering? Yeah. That's a very nice job. Yeah. It's a very nice job. Jen helped me find the font. We're going to keep that lettering. Um, the moniker... Uh, is being currently a line, it'll be a line drawing of me mm-hmm. um, since um, we'll talk about that. But I'm going to be the, the principal host with uh, guest co-hosts each quarter. Um, yep. So we'll have a line drawing of me with a microphone. Want to talk a little bit about what will be the format yes. of the transition as of roughly... Well, we're already in the midst of this Wednesday as of this recording, uh, which is uh, November. We will have it this Wednesday, November the 10th, I think it is. Um, I'll be interviewing, uh, along with my co-host, Laura Pagliano, a woman named Catherine Nichols, a former clinician from Johns Hopkins who's in private practice. Um, And that will go toward the next season, mm-hmm. um, but there will be a need for editing, and we don't know yet when that will be released, but beginning probably in the fall of 2022, we will be releasing a uh, quarterly four-part series. The first will be on advocacy. Uh, we've mentioned already uh, the guests. We have Kathy Day from Treatment Advocacy Center. Kevin Early, who's a peer recovery specialist. Uh, Janet Hayes, who's with mentalillnesspolicy.org and Healing Minds, NOLA. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, Catherine Nichols. Um, And then the second quarterly series will be on trauma. And I have a woman who is a domestic violence survivor. Mm -hmm. Uh, Laura Mosley, who's going to be my guest co-host on a four-part series looking at trauma and how that impacts uh, various issues related to mental health. And then the following series, we're still working on a co-host, but it'll be mental illness in the church, Mm -hmm. looking at people and ministries that are uh, emerging and are doing good work. Authors like Sarah Griffith Lund and ministries like Key Ministry and uh, Mental Health Grace Alliance and Fresh Hope for Mental Health. We'll have a fourth series in the winter season. So Mm -hmm. 
uh, a lot of uh, a lot of exciting plans. We're wrapping up a second campaign right now, Indiegogo That's campaign, right. to help with integrating Revealing Voices podcast with your uh, delight and disorder ministry. So That's right. It's, it's a bit of a subtle change, but it is still significant to really firmly root uh, this podcast under the delight and disorder nonprofit that you've established recently. Right. The root root is a good word because we're really planting uh, an established ministry, revealing voices for better and for worse, has it existed om- almost separately from my other mental health ministry. Um, now it will be rooted in Delight and Disorder Ministries. It'll be on the same website, Delight and Disorder Ministries. Well, it'll just be delightanddisorder.org. Mm. Um, it'll be a landing page dedicated to revealing voices with the episodes yes. and all the content will still be there. The ministry is currently a nonprofit in the state of Indiana. If you wish to contribute to make uh, ministry possible, uh, it is tax deductible. Mm-hmm. If you think we can do a better job with mental illness than the government, <laughs> I highly recommend uh, you investing in in the work. It will be for the purpose of producing informational and inspirational content for those impacted with brain illnesses and other mental health conditions. Um, through such things as the Revealing Voices podcast, mm-hmm. um, a lot of uh, strong Facebook presence. We have just started a Revealing Voices uh, community uh, podcast Facebook page. Yeah, uh, and a, have a, over three hundred. Okay. Is it a group or a page? Well, it's a it's a group. Yeah, that's a yeah. that's an important point because there are people contributing content yes that is you know a wonderful find you know i just saw i just approved here not 15 minutes ago content from oregon that was from a friend that i interviewed yesterday on okay the, on the on the group great um and it's about a movie coming out um i can't even think of the name of the movie but uh you'll see it uh so if you look in Facebook, if you do a search under Revealing Voices Podcast Community, it's a public public group. group. Good. So you don't need a permission. You just, you know, you just follow it. Great. And join right in. I approve people first to make a contribution and then I I moderate mm-hmm. uh, to make sure the content is is sound. Yes. My second book will be released uh, relaunched in March 1, and that is, <laughs> I'm going so fast, um, that is entitled uh, When Despair Meets Delight, Stories to Cultivate Hope Among Those Battling Mental Illness. There is currently an audiobook that I narrated mm-hmm. um, available at Amazon. Uh, if you're interested in the ebook or paperback, I'd encourage you to wait till March when the newly revised uh, version the uh, will be up yes um, your blog the, the blog I have a I have a twice weekly blog 
at delightanddisorder.org. Yes. Uh, you can subscribe to. I have over 500 subscribers now. You've been and, doing that uh, for a long time. I've been doing that. Well, I've been blogging for over 10 years, but this particular blog has been up over five yeah. Uh, now. Yeah, where faith and mental illness overlap and sometimes lean heavily in the on the face side, other times on the brain mental illness side, but a lot that overlap yeah. issues. It, it aligns uh, with the approach on this podcast and right. another reason why it makes total sense to, to exactly. be making this move. Exactly. And the and the podcast will be landing there will be a landing page on the the website so that we will have traffic that comes. Mm-hmm. The website is is being redesigned. Now you are also doing a little bit of video interview recording on the Facebook group. Which yes, is different I, from the podcast, but well, similar interview. Yeah. It'll style. be short form. Yeah. Short, yeah, it'll be short form. The, the there will be uh, video interviews that will be no longer than twenty minutes. They will be put on the Facebook page, and then my intent—I don't know when this will happen, but this will be the next step—will be to have like a vlog on the on the on the website. The website gives us the right to own the material and archive it. Uh, so probably not all the interviews I do, but some of the better ones mm-hmm. will be stored, archived on the website. And then finally, the the thing that I have going on is in the works. Uh, I met, I was very honored to meet Alton Pollard, um, the president of LPTS, Louisville Seminary, Presbyterian, Um the president of a seminary in Louisville. <laughs> my my alma mater. That's a big deal. Um, he's a very dynamic and and a pastor's president. He's yeah. He's most definitely his heart is is in ministry, um, and equipping ministers not just for the local church, but for the global uh, Christian mission that is distinctly part of the Presbyterian branch, but mm-hmm. not exclusively because there's like Jen's seminary at Indianapolis they equip people of all denominations okay um, and um, people in uh, their well that that's neither here nor there I'm getting more I'm, I'm putting a plug in for my alma mater Louisville seminary yeah Consider yeah it. yay raw uh, we don't have any sports teams on the mighty so. Ohio. <laughs> We don't know yet what form it will take, but when I met with him for coffee, it was around the subject of mental health ministry. Something is emerging. Uh, He said that there's very much a need among seminarians, having lost a year in-person class, uh, which was bad enough for every student, but especially if you're going into ministry, and you're trying to learn how to build community and do in-person ministry. They they just graduated a, a you know a class of people who missed a year uh, in their training from yep. from being in the same room together, um, and it had had a great impact on their mental health. Um, but beyond the seminary, there's really a need expressed in Presbyterian pastors and pastors in general and the church at large um, 
to be better prepared for self-care, for mental health, mental illness issues. Mm -hmm. He wanted to meet with me, he said, to, to sort of getting in on the ground floor of what what might emerge as a as an a mission initiative ministry right. initiative um, so we don't know what form that will take but um, I do hope as I was telling Eric that when I get to uh, my March uh, relaunch book relaunch uh, to speak at the seminary yes to prepare provide them with books for the library and the bookstore mm-hmm. and see where where the Lord leads. We have a professional podcast here. We've put a lot of effort to making this a really great product. You know, when I met you, you had stepped down from professional mm-hmm. full-time pastoral ministry. Right. But your mission has continued outside of the formal Presbyterian church. Right. Right. And it, it's really awesome to see that the work you're doing uh, is being recognized by the Presbyterian Church now. It sounds like being very much aligned with them. Well, and it, hopefully, some of this will be integrated in, into um, into the Presbyterian Church. I I definitely want to give back because the church gave so much to me and continues to give to yes. me. I mean, if you can imagine, just just on the level of finances. The church never abandoned me as right. uh, a pastor with who is disabled with a mental illness. I continue to receive pension disability. Yeah, uh, my retirement is still accruing. I owe the the PCUSA a lot of credit for allowing me to pursue ministry without having to be a full-time pastor. Yeah. And God really took, you know, it's been the last uh, church I served. I ended uh, my uh, my service in the end of 2008. Okay. So it's been uh, going on 13 years, but I haven't been silent. <laughs> right. Well, it's been a real honor to be able to help you continue oh. doing ministry post that time. It's definitely been a wandering, hasn't it? We were talking earlier about some initiatives we took at the podcast to to try to infuse, you know, right around the, what, what season did Healing Stories we tried to? Uh, season two. Around season two, we met beforehand and said, you know, we we like what we've done in season one, but you know we're we're going to have to evaluate our ability to commit and how you know we were producing in season one two two every other month, week and you I were don't still, know how we did it. you were still learning to edit <laughs> right I mean you were still learning that it was process. A busy time and we were together and you were devoting time editing uh, hours. Um, Back then, you were probably devoting ten hours an episode, right? I mean, it was a lot. Easily. I I don't. I honestly don't you know don't how we know, did that first but, year. But a lot. We had a um, lot of energy. And the second season, we were like, okay, what can we do differently that would still carry the mission, but maybe streamline our. Well, we wanted to. You know, take that question, what does healing mean to you, and just give someone the mic, essentially, to yes. tell, tell a story, and that would be the entire, you know, release. 
Yes. And it wouldn't be an interview format. We our voice really wouldn't even be in it. But that's a really big ask for it's someone. It's a big ask. It's a huge ask, and we only had yeah. two people. Um, I think it's still a very noble thing to, yes. to pursue, um, but people have to be coached. They have to have some confidence in public speaking to be able to deliver. Yeah, you know that kind of response. It was it was along the vein of uh, the Moth Radio Hour uh, does it the Moth mm-hmm. podcast as well. I mean, they have a full time paid staff to right. <laughs> to prepare people and to screen them and to, you know, I mean it's it's a it's a gig. It's yeah. a gig. So what we thought might streamline. The, <laughs> well, and we want our listeners, I guess, in a way to think about that question and you know if they want to write about it yes or talk about we want that to be an avenue of you know personal growth for people and i haven't lost that vision with uh the transition you know we i i can't say at this point what will how it will look look in the new season um but what does healing mean to you is a way to understand uh, how revealing voices looks forward, looks looks mm-hmm. ahead. We're not just a complaint. We're 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 not just a vehicle to complain about our illness. Not um, at all. Yeah. Not at all. We we want to see the healing that God is doing in our lives and celebrated. I remember some of the. What are some of the healing? I mean, we have whole. Uh, episodes that that give answers to the question um, one that I recall very well is Laura Pagliano when she said you know basically when he came to dinner right he could come to dinner and have we could have dinner together even if we didn't talk right that was healing right you know and Mark Tyke also said something along the lines of you know for some people healing may look like volunteering at a food pantry or, mm-hmm. uh, you know, just getting out of bed. Right. Uh, uh, and then, and then for others, healing may be meeting with the president of LPTS. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a lot of different ways of celebrating healing that mm-hmm. God is bringing. Well, Tony, I, th- I think we have helped some people on that journey and, and the podcast is, going to be able to continue doing that. You know, for our listeners, we've been talking through this transition for the last at least two months. And, you know, my goal was to have great continuity here and put the podcast in position of a great episode 51 and beyond, and to just align it with Tony, your ministry, and and make it a natural part of your overall um communication strategy to the wider world. And I think it'll be a very big launch. Uh, Revealing Voices and Delight and Disorder Ministries are global. We've seen hints of that, mm-hmm. um, and it will be further pursued in the coming year and years. Yeah. Thank you, listeners. Uh, I'll be on for two more episodes. I decide on episode... 50, it, my parents will be here in Studio E and talking a little bit about just our, our journey as a family over the years. Thank you, Tony. Thank you. 
Tony, our show has come to a close. Now is the time to ask for five-star reviews. Please scroll to the bottom of our podcast homepage, click on five stars, then click on write a review. Help us reach more people seeking emotional healing and the hope of faith. Thanks again for your support of Revealing Voices. a whole episode yeah so why are you giving me a 10 minutes i'm just saying we're all good <laughs> eric just flashed a 10 minute mark and i'm these like, are just drama hands this is a whole my, episode uh, don't with my top hat on don't rush me man don't rush me